Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot. Uh, I'm also going to need you to go ahead and come in on Sunday, okay? Rami Maclaw on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Where my people at who live with their parents till their mid-30s? <laughs> All right, thanks, dude. <laughs> I have since moved out. I have moved out. It is Rami Makhlouf with you on 670 The Score on a Sunday afternoon, part of a jam-packed live and local Sunday for you on 670 The Score, taking you right up to Bears pregame at 6 o'clock right here on 670 and your Odyssey app. Lots to get to with you between now and 6 o'clock with my guy Adam Studzinski on the other side of the glass. We'll hear from Michael Irvin. Three-time Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, NFL Network analyst, Odyssey NFL Insider at 340. Hub Arkish will be here at 1 o'clock. You know NFL Insider and Executive Editor of Pro Football Weekly. Cody Westerland is here to talk some Bulls at 2 o'clock. Our Bulls Insider here at The Score. We'll hear from Packers Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler at 3 o'clock. Talk some Packers Bears with him and Stacey Dales, NFL Network Court National Correspondent and 670 The Score contributor. She'll be here at 3.20, and I wanted to talk some Bears with you off the top. We'll get into today's game. We'll get into the rivalry a little later on on the show, but I want to talk about the latest report about the potential future of the Chicago Bears and, and where this franchise may be heading, and a report today from Jason Lockenfora of CBS Sports saying that the uh, Bears are, are talking to former Bear, Trace Armstrong, who, if you don't know, is now a, a very highly regarded agent of of NFL and, and college football head coaches. And apparently, Armstrong, I'll read you right from the Lock and Four article, a former Bears player who is held in very high regard by the McCaskey family and longtime team president, Ted Phillips, is very interested in the potential of helping steward his former franchise into better days, and ownership is at least willing to consider the notion of restructuring the hierarchy of the franchise as it embarks on getting a new stadium constructed in Arlington. And and part of this scenario is that, along with Trace Armstrong, he would bring with him one of his clients, Ohio State, Ohio State football uh, head coach, Todd Day, who, of course, coached Justin Fields in his college days at the Ohio State University. So I want to know at 312-644-6767 is how you can give me a call or get in on the Rosen Hyundai text line. How do you feel about the possibility of Trace Armstrong and Todd Day 
coming here to be the new brain trust of the Chicago Bears. 312-644-6767. Get in with Rami Makhlouf on the score on a Sunday afternoon. Sources said that in this scenario, if the sides agreed to it, Armstrong would oversee football operations with the coach and GM reporting to him, as it is obviously almost a foregone conclusion that Matt Nagy will be out. And, and like I said, he would bring with him Ryan Day, the Ohio State head coach. Did I say Todd Day? I meant Ryan Day. I don't know what I was thinking. And Armstrong, according to this report, spoke to team officials last month, sources said, as many former players returned to Chicago to honor former longtime strength coach Clyde Emmerich. Now, I'll, there, there's a lot of levels to this when I ask you, and I'm asking myself, what do you think of the possibility of Lance Armstrong and Ryan Day being the new brain trust of the Chicago Bears, 312-644-6767, or you can uh, tweet the show at 670thescore. When the Bears drafted Justin Fields, I was on the Lawrence Holmes show shortly after that. I was just on Lawrence Holmes uh, the other day, uh, recanting this story. And I said then, I, I, I love Justin Fields. I, I love, I love the, the dude. I love the, the prospect, Justin Fields. I really liked what I saw from him at Ohio State. I liked him almost as much as I did Trevor Lawrence. But what I said then was, if Ryan Pace likes Justin Fields, Based on Ryan Pace's judgment of quarterbacks in the past, I got to wonder if Ryan Pace and myself are both wrong about this, dude. I just have to. I have to. Because he's been, when you have the track record of Mike Lennon, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, and then Andy Dalton, I got to wonder if you know how to, how to assess and evaluate quarterbacks. I just have to. As much as I like Justin Fields as a quarterback, I just have to wonder if I agree with Ryan Pace. Is it possible I'm wrong about this dude? You know, I'm wrong from time to time. And sort of the same thing applies when talking about the Chicago Bears and going all the way up to the top when we're talking about the McCaskies and Ted Phillips. And from the way that this thing sounds, it doesn't sound like Ted Phillips would be out as the president of, of the Chicago Bears. I'm guessing, by the way this thing sounds, we don't get specifics in the report from La Confora. I'm guessing it sounds like Trace Armstrong would be brought in as a president of football operations and Ted Phillips would move more over into, into a, an overseeing president, maybe more handling the business side of things, getting the stadium done in Arlington Heights, whatever the case might be. And I just, first of all, I question if the McCaskies can get a higher right. Going back to what I just said about Ryan Pace and Justin Fields, if the McCaskies like Trace Armstrong, even if they like the idea of Trace Armstrong, even if I like the idea of Trace Armstrong, and I've been pining for a football person to, to take over the football operations of this job, I got to wonder if I'm wrong about Trace Armstrong, if I'm wrong about the idea of Trace Armstrong being the president of the Chicago, football president of football operations for the Chicago Bears is a good thing. If they like him, I got to wonder if, if we're both wrong about it. And beyond that, if Trace Armstrong is, is still answering on some level to Ted Phillips, is still answering on some level to the McCaskies, 
and is not left to do his thing and be autonomous with the football side of things. And especially, especially if Lance Armstrong is forced to or decides to keep Ryan Pace in the general manager position, then I'm going to have a hard time getting on board with this thing. We know we've heard the, the stat, one winning season and no playoff wins with Ryan Pace as the general manager of the Chicago Bears in seven seasons, which is just, I mean, no matter how many times I hear it, that's that's just unbelievable to me that that's allowed to go on. There's there's no amount of excuses that you can pile up high enough to make to 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 make one one playoff win and one winning season and seven seasons as a general manager okay or excusable. There's just not. There's no scenario under which that's okay. But as bad as that is, with Ted Phillips as the president of the Chicago Bears. Since 1999, the entirety of this century, this millennium that we now live in, with Ted Phillips as president since 1999, ladies and gentlemen, the Chicago Bears have three playoff wins. Three playoff wins. This doesn't start or stop at Matt Nagy. This doesn't stop or start at Ryan Pace. Hell, this doesn't even stop or start with Ted Phillips. This stops and starts with the people at the very top who hired Ted Phillips, who hired Ryan Pace, who hired Matt Nagy with the McCaskies. And I like the idea of Lance Armstrong. I like the idea of a former Chicago Bear with the track record and a guy who's well-respected around the industry as an agent of coaches. I just like the idea of a football person in general coming in here and taking this thing over and running it. I like it. But if he's answering to Ted Phillips, if he's answering to the McCaskies, if he's not left to do his own thing, And if he's forced to or decides to keep Ryan Pace, I can't really get on board with that. I like the general idea of it, but I have questions about how this thing is going to go down. How do you feel about the latest report from Jason LaConfora of uh, CBS Sports that Lance Armstrong, the former Bear, now a a well-respected, prominent agent of coaches at the pro and college level, along with Ohio State Ryan Day coming in and being the new brain trust of the Chicago Bears. 312-644-6767 is how you can give me a call. You can get in on the Rosen Hyundai text line. You can tweet the show at 670, the score. Let's go right out to the phones and out to Gray's Lake and Mike. Mike, you're on with Rami Makhlouf. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Uh, number one, his name is Trace, not Lance. So I know that uh, we're Did all I say Lance? The- I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but it, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Adam, have I been saying have I been saying Lance Armstrong this whole time, or was that just something I, I did once or twice? Yeah, you might have had a couple slips. Oh my God, yeah. really? I'm oh. so I I apologize. My bad. Okay, oh, go no, ahead. So, so yeah, so I'm all good with everything, but I think that if Trace comes in, if Trace Armstrong comes in, he needs to have his own team that starts from the top all the way to the bottom. 
Um, if you bring Trace in for somebody else, uh, let's say he's going to take over for Ryan Pace, but you're still going to have Ted Phillips in there. You're still going to have the McCaskey family. You're still going to have the people that they bring in. They need a whole change of the regime. That's my opinion. Yeah, that, that's that's where I'm at, man. That you can't you can't bring in Trace, not Lance Armstrong, to to just be another mouthpiece. And now I'm seeing the tweets that are coming in. I don't think Lance Armstrong would be good. <laughs> wow, talk about a brain fart. My bad, folks. I know who Trace Armstrong is. Uh, that's that's a bad way to start the show. But I pr- I, I I I press on. I, I like the idea, man, but. I, I need to know like what the chain of command is gonna be. I need to know I need to know how exactly this whole thing is going down. Is he still gonna have to answer to Ted Phillips? Is anybody with the last name McCaskey gonna be in any way involved with calling shots from a football standpoint? Or are they going to let him go off and be his own man, be his own president of football operations, and starting with a new general manager and obviously a new head coach. I know I feel like that that second part is kind of already almost a foregone conclusion, but that's that's what it's going to take for me. Allen tweets in this idiot idiot on 670 the score keeps calling Trace Armstrong Lance. That's why I roll with the other station in town. Jay says not Lance bleeping Armstrong. You guys really think I don't know, dude, that it's not just a brain fart. Why do people act like they've They've never had a moment like that. Adam, we all have moments like that, right? I'm not that much of an yeah, idiot. I mean, yeah, I'm an it, idiot. It I happens. will tell you flat out, I'm an idiot. But that's not the biggest screw-up in the world. You hear the last name Armstrong, and the most famous Armstrong is is Lance. Like it or not, for better or worse, the most famous Armstrong is Lance, and that's my brain locked in on Lance Armstrong for some reason. Uh, it happens. It happens. It, you know, it, it, it could have been worse. Could have been worse. <laughs> I and you know Lance and Trace are close. They're similar, similar names, I'd say. <laughs> exactly. They both have the same like CE yeah, sound the CE, at the yeah, end. Yeah. I'm I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Please don't let that stop you from listening to 670 The Score on your Odyssey app. Even if you don't want to listen to me because I'm so dumb and I mixed up Trace for Lance, don't let it scare you off the score. And t- I mean, jam-packed live and local day here on the score all day long. You don't you don't want to go away from this. At least not not for the whole day. You want to you, maybe this dummy who doesn't know the difference between Mitch or excuse me between Lance and Trace Armstrong. But I mean, you got Hub Arkish coming up at one o'clock. I'm gonna talk to three time Super Bowl champion and Hall of Famer Michael Irvin at twelve forty. Even he can clean up this moronic stuff that you got going on right here, right now on the score. But I how do you feel about this report? This the prospect of Trace, not Lance Armstrong, and Ryan Day coming in as a new brain trust of the Chicago Bears. I like the idea of it. I just got questions about, A, if the McCaskies like him, then maybe I'm wrong too. And B, what is going to be the chain of command? What is going to be the pecking order? How do you like it? 312-644-6767 is how you can give me a call. You can shoot me a text. You can tweet the show at 670 the score at Rami is tweeting, R-A-M-I-E is tweeting. If you want to personally insult me and not send it to the station account, that's R-A-M-I-E 
is tweeting is how you get in on this. What do you think of Armstrong and Day coming to Chicago to try and fix the Bears? 312-644-6767. Rami Makloff with with you on the score on a Sunday afternoon and back right after this. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Rami Makloff with you on 670 The Score this afternoon, part of a live and local day all day long right here, taking you right up to the Bet Rivers pregame show with uh, Mully, or excuse me, with David Haw, Olin Cruz, and Patrick Manley coming up at 4.30, right up until Bears kick off tonight at 7.20. I'll talk with Michael Irvin coming up at 12.40. I'll talk. Coming up at one o'clock right now, talking with you about the latest report about the future and the potential route that the Chicago Bears may take from Jason LaConfora of CBS Sports, saying that coaching agent, former Chicago Bear himself, Trace Armstrong, has discussed the possibility of taking a top management position with the Bears, according to league sources. And he would bring Ohio State coach and Justin Fields, former coach Ryan Day, one of his clients, along with him. How do you feel about that? What do you think about that? 414, excuse me, 312-644-6767 is how you can get in on the show. You can also text the show with that number as well. Tweet me, tweet at 670score, tweet at Rami is tweeting to get in on the action. Like I was saying before the break, I like the idea of it. I, I, I want 
a a football person to come in and run this thing and and that 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 side of it I like I like it's a former Chicago Bear I like he's well respected in the industry as as an agent already knows people all around the business that probably bodes well for other hires that he makes but man if he's answering to the McCaskies if he's answering to Ted Phillips if he still has to keep Ryan Pace around as his general manager then I I'm not going to feel all that much better about the path of the Chicago Bears how about you 312-644-6767 or tweet in at 670 the score at Rami is tweeting let's go to Terry he's in the south loop now he's on the score what's up Terry Hey, Rami, thanks for taking the call. Um, I just had a quick question about, I know we're kind of getting into the silly season of rumors and, and such, but what about the your thoughts on the accuracy of the report? You know, Lock and Fora has gotten some Bears calls wrong over the year, and, you know, with everything else that happened earlier this year with some erroneous reporting on Nagy's job and such, I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are on, it's fun to talk and debate about the idea about Armstrong coming, but what about just the validity of the report, especially since he just came out and already tweeted that he's never actually spoken to the Bears about this? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't know if the report is, is 100% true or not. I don't think Jason LaConfora is just making stuff up out of thin air. I think this is coming from somewhere. This stuff is always coming from somewhere, man. Even when... Even when, you know, guys end up looking like they, it was completely erroneous and, and the report was untrue. These guys aren't, aren't, aren't pulling this out of thin air and, and just reporting it. Somebody is telling Jason LaConfora that this is happening. Now, there can be a number of reasons why sources leak this stuff and, and send reporters down the wrong path. And it can be coming from any which direction. But I don't, I don't think this is just made up and pulled out of thin air. And, and, and Trace Armstrong is going to deny it because there are still people with jobs in place with the Chicago Bears right now who don't know what their future is. And, and so if, if these talks did happen, Trace Armstrong would rather people not know that these talks happened just quite yet. Everybody has a reason for, for every possibility that could come out of this report, if that makes any sense. Oh, did, did we did we did we drop Terry? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, and I saw people tweeting about that as well, that Lock and Fora has been wrong about other stuff. I don't know that that report about Matt Nagy Thanksgiving week was erroneous or wrong or if the Bears indeed did tell Matt Nagy that his days as Chicago Bears head coach were numbered. Maybe something along the way, you know, the old game telephone, maybe something got misinterpreted on its way to being a report. Maybe the Bears just changed course because they they realized how bad that situation looked and they wanted to save face. We don't know. We have no idea. But I'm telling you, this stuff doesn't just come all out of nowhere. And, and, and these guys are not making it up. I host a show up in Milwaukee, the afternoon show, on our sister station, 1250 AM, The Fan. And people thought that, people thought that, that Adam Schefter was making up all this Aaron Rodgers stuff. You really think Adam Schefter is just going to pull reports out of thin air and go, and go to air with them? No, man, that ain't happening. These guys have too much on the line in terms of their reputation and, and what, that, what that could do to their credibility as reporters to just make stuff up. That ain't happening. This stuff is getting leaked to them somehow, some way, for some reason, and sometimes it is to send them down the wrong path. But back to the subject at hand and how you feel about the possibility of Trace Armstrong and Ryan Day coming in and trying to get the Bears back on course. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Derek. He's in Old Town. Now he's on the score. What's up, Derek? Hey, how's it going, big guy? 
Good, man. It's, it sounded briefly that you were about to give your your personal number out. You said 414. I, no, I was, actually, I what I was going to do was give out the number of my show in Milwaukee. Like I just said, I host afternoons oh. up there on 1250 and the fan. Right. I, I was hoping. I know you've had some last trades, you know, challenges this morning, <laughs> which is understandable. I said, I wonder if he's just going to give his home number out. That means he is really having a bad morning. Maybe you had brunch or something. I don't know. Anyway, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I would give. It's not like I'm too famous to give my phone number out, man. You know what I mean? Nobody's. It's not like I'm gonna be. Nobody's trying to get a hold of me. It's not like I'd be bombarded yeah. with phone calls and texts if I gave my actual phone number out. But that's not what I was about to do. Okay, we, we want you to make that mistake. But real quick, if you recall, um, and I, and to be straight, I like the Trace Armstrong, Ryan Day combination. Ryan Day coming here from Ohio State. It means that they're investing in the quarterback they've already invested in. They invested draft picks to get this quarterback. I love the pick when they made it. I believe he fell into Ryan Pace's lap. But Ryan Pace had to pull the trigger. i got to give him credit. He had to pull the trigger. And he's made some good picks for the Bears. You know, we have some good young talent. He hasn't made all the best picks, but he has made a few good picks. Now, if you can recall, the Bears organization brought in Ernie Accorsi, I believe, to make the decision to, to, to hire a general manager. So they brought in, because all of Chicago and Illinois and all Bell fans across the country were saying or clamoring, bring in a football guy to make football decisions. We understand that Ted Phillips has always been a money guy. He comes from a, the accounting side of organization. So he's not a football guy. They brought in Ernie Acorsi. Ernie Acorsi hired Ryan Pace. He paired him with, John Fox, because he said if you have a young GM, you need a experienced head coach. John Fox was not Ryan Pace's pick. So when the, when the relationship got bad, that's what people leaned on. Then he brings in Nagy. Nagy is his guy, and Nagy was the wrong guy for Mr. Trubisky, which we found out later. He said he was going to be the right coach for Mr. Trubisky. He ended up being the wrong guy. My point being, I can't defend, to your point earlier, you can't defend Ryan Pace's record. You can't defend it. He's went to the playoffs three times. He's two 500 seasons. He has a one season of, of over 500, one playoff win. You can't defend it. You know, it's, it could be worse, but you can't defend it. So if he stayed around, if you brought in a football guy, I, I'm not sure that, that it would be bad. But what I will say is if you bring in a new head coach and a new GM or football operation, then you clean house all the way because an organization – you never want to leave behind somebody from the old regime. You want a clean slate. So if you want an entirely clean slate, you have to make Ted Phillips, put him on the business side, work on the Arlington Heights deal. He's, he can make money. We know that because the Bears are a rich organization. But he doesn't understand football. I love the Trace Armstrong move. Ryan Day move will be great for uh, Justin Fields. He already knows him as a coach. They've won together. They've went to – you know, they went to the college playoffs together. He's, you know, so he's a good coach for this quarterback, and I think it would be a great marriage. So I think if you clean house, you've got to clean house all the way. You can't go halfway. Even though I, I think if you got rid of Nagy and kept pace, I wouldn't be so angry about that as much as I would be if you kept Nagy. But if you bring in Trace Armstrong, you have got to make sure that there is no trace of anyone from the original Ryan yep. Pace regime left yep. over because you cannot start a new regime halfway.
Derek, we're, we're 100% on the same page. And that that's something that it feels like the Bears have been doing for for the majority of my life as a Bears fan. Is they keep doing the, this this leapfrog act with with their general manager and the coach, where they'll, they'll force a coach onto a general manager, and then they'll fire that coach, and then they'll bring in a new general manager, and they'll force that general manager onto the coach, and, and back and forth we go. Just clean the whole slate, man. Just clean the whole slate, and let's start from fresh. And and I I, I know they brought in a Corsi to make the to make the the John Fox hire. I, I know that that's the case, but man, Ryan Pace was had the GM tag on him when that happened, and I, I just find it hard to believe that Ted Phillips is not is is does not have a hand in some of this and isn't calling some of the shots. You want to you want to keep him around? You want to keep to keep Ted Phillips around? Like Derek was just saying to 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 run the the business side of things and 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 to to get the the park in Arlington done. Cool. Fine. I don't want any hint. I don't want any whiff of the McCaskies or Ted Phillips around Trace Armstrong and Ryan Day if, if they come in and and take over the the Bears operation. And and keeping Ryan Pace around, I just I just don't understand that. I just don't understand why you would do that. Yeah, Derek is right. He's made some good picks. He's he's done some good things as far as the roster building of this team. But the record speaks for itself. One winning season, one playoff victory in seven years. You can't stack up enough excuses to make that okay to me. That's that's not okay. And there there's no way that that guy should continue to be a GM for, for the Chicago Bears or any team right now. 312-644-6767 is how you can get in with me, Rami Makloff, on the score on a Sunday afternoon. Hear from Michael Irvin in just a few minutes. Let's go to Adam, though. He's in Madison. Now he's on with Rami on 670 score. What's up, Adam? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I think the timing of this report is actually pretty interesting because if you look at it, the Bears got a big game tonight against a division rival. They're about two touchdown underdogs. I could easily see the Bears getting wiped off the field tonight. Uh, at home, of course, and then uh, they they clean house. Monday morning, bring in Trace Armstrong. He's obviously going to deny the report, uh, but we know Brian Kelly was denying reports and Lincoln Riley was denying reports. Uh, reports can come out whenever they want. The guy will make a decision when he's ready. I agree with you. Uh, if Trace Armstrong comes in, they got to clean house, but I'm not so sure that they got to let go of Ted Phillips. As the previous caller said, he's doing a great job in terms of business-wise, but Ryan Pace is really the guy that's got to go. Uh, it's similar to the Bulls situation. You can take anybody you want out of the organization, but you got to give the guy control over decisions. Um, I like the agent route uh, that he comes from. I think his relationships with coaches, specifically Ryan Day, is very valuable. I think that gives you a good sense of the overall football knowledge rather than just a player agent who's looking to give people contracts and you know help his buddies out a little bit of nepotism. So I just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. I think the previous caller, you know, hit the nail on the head with you got to clean house, you got to give this guy control. Um, obviously, the McCaskies are never going to sell the team uh, at this stage in the game. Um, but you know, I think I think the Bears uh, have a big game tonight, and I think tomorrow could be a new day for us. What are your thoughts? Appreciate the call. Yeah, I I, I would hope so, man. Like I said, I would I would give the move a chance if they brought in Trace Armstrong, and then. And then I'd start, and then I'd start follow, trying to follow and see, you know, f- connect all the dots 
and see exactly how the operation is being run. Because nobody's going to tell us right out of the gates how the operation is being run. And even if they do tell us, you know, Trace Armstrong is going to be autonomous, he's going to run the football side of things, none of the McCaskies, not Ted Phillips, nobody's going to interfere or try to influence what goes on on the football side of things. We're leaving that 100% up to Trace Armstrong. Even if they say that, can we necessarily take them at their word and know that that's true? No, we're going to have to follow, you know, the Hub Arkishes, the the Brad Biggs of the world to 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 try and see it, uh, how this thing exactly is run and what the chain of command is and and where the power lies in terms of getting things right on the football side of of the Chicago Bears. I mean, honestly, man, and this is partly the selfish side of me coming out. I don't get the chance to go to too many Bears games, okay? So if they get a new stadium and they can, you know, make a whole bunch more money doing that and put a more competitive product on the field for for the money that's made from a new stadium, that's that's great. That's fine and dandy and all. But for me, fix the football side of things. That's that's really all I care about. Maybe and if not all I care about, it's the number one thing and it's number one by a mile. Number two is a distant, distant second when we talk about the health of the Chicago Bears from a business standpoint and what that new stadium would mean to me. So I want to make sure that they're getting things right on the football side of, of, of things. And I think it's going to take getting Ted Phillips out of the picture from a football side of things. I think it's going to take getting the McCaskies out of the picture from a football side of things. And I think that you need to get Ryan Pace just out of all the decision-making when it comes to the Chicago Bears and leave it to Trace Armstrong and whoever he trusts to put in there, starting with Ryan Day, but let him go get his own GM. Don't force Ryan Pace on him. Let's not have that. This comes from the 224 to the Rosen Hyundai text line. Pace is the culprit. He needs to go unless he is holding something over the McCaskies, unless the McCaskies don't care because their 68,000 stadium looks full. Imagine if the stadium sat 90,000. It would look great for good teams, but it would look like a pop blister on your heel wearing flip-flops when the bad teams come to town. That's a disgusting image that you just painted for me right there on the Rosen Hyundai text line. Uh, from the 704, Pace has never won a playoff games with the Bears. Is it, I thought he had one. I could be wrong. To me, there's one guy I would be excited about as GM president, and that's Rick Smith. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate that. I'm not going to... Look, whoever they bring in, I'm not going to hate them on day one. I'm not going to hate the move on day one. But like I said, I'm going to have questions about it because the McCaskies are making the hire, and they've done very little in my lifetime to instill a lot of faith. And if Ryan Pace is still in the picture, I'm really going to have a hard time having a lot of faith in whatever whatever the path is that the Chicago Bears go down after this season, or hopefully it starts during this season and we start seeing some changes and some shakeups before the 2021 season is up. Plenty to get to still here with you on a Sunday afternoon. Rami Makhlouf with you until 4 o'clock. The Bet Rivers pregame show right here on the score coming up at 4.30, taking you up to Packers and Bears on Sunday night football tonight. Still to come here this afternoon, we'll hear from Hub Arkish coming up at 1 o'clock. Going to talk some Bulls with Cody Westerland at 2 and uh, Leroy Butler, Packer Hall of Famer. He'll be here to talk Packers-Bears at 3 o'clock as well. But after this, I'll talk some Packers-Bears and some about the NFL landscape. Michael Irvin, the three-time Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, NFL Network analyst, Odyssey NFL insider. He'll join me, Rami Makhlouf, on the score next. It'd be everything. I, I think that it. Um, I think that it would recharge our season. I think that um, the things that have happened we can't take back, 
right? We can't change the outcome of the games that we played thus far. But um, I, I think that it says something about a person or it says something about a team, about how you finish, right, and, and, and how you play those games that are supposed to mean the most. And so um, I think that it would be everything for us to go out here and, and, and get a W this weekend. There's Akeem Hicks, Bears defensive tackle. He will not be playing tonight when the Bears take on the Green Bay Packers. He's out injured. We have the Bet Rivers pregame show with Mully, Olin Kurtz, Patrick Manley coming up at 4.30 right here on the score, right up until Bears kickoff at 7.20. A lot about the Packers and Bears coming up throughout the afternoon with me, Rami Makloff, with you until 4 o'clock here on the score. I'll talk with Hub Arkish coming up at 1 o'clock. And Packers Hall of Famer Leroy Butler will be here at 3 o'clock to talk about the Packers and the Bears tonight and the longstanding rivalry, which I don't even know. I don't even know if people care about the rivalry anymore. We'll talk about that after we talk with Hub. We do have some uh, recently breaking Bulls news. Adrian Wojnarowski reporting that uh, Bulls star Zach Levine has entered into COVID protocols, the latest as the hits keep on coming for the Chicago Bulls in this COVID uh, outbreak that's that's hit their locker room. And Woj adds that under league rules, the Bulls need to have eight eligible players versus the Pistons on Tuesday. And uh, he says there have been no COVID-related postponements in the NBA this season, but the Bulls outbreak with Levine and Troy Brown also the latest continues and postponements postponements should could be an option, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. So now the Bulls without Zach Levine as he entered the co- enters COVID protocols. And like I said, the, the hits just keep on coming. We'll talk about those Bulls with Cody Westerland of the score coming up at 2 o'clock here on the show and with you throughout the 2 o'clock hour. But had a chance to catch up with Michael Irvin, three-time Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, NFL Network analyst, and Odyssey NFL insider on my uh, Milwaukee show up in up at 1250 AM. The Fan, our sister station here at 670 to score. And uh, we talked some Packers, and we talked we talk Packers and Bears with, with the playmaker. And I thought what he had to say about these two teams would be interesting to the Chicago listening audience as well. So here's a little bit of me with Michael Irvin uh, on 1250 AM, The Fan, back on Friday. Let's talk about the team as a whole when it comes to the Green Bay Packers. I want to talk to you about both these teams that are going to meet on Sunday night, Michael. But th- this Packers team, they they got to 9-3 and three with a slow start for Aaron Rodgers and with as many injuries to as many key players and key positions as, as anybody in this league has. And, and now it looks like on the horizon, three All-Pros coming back from injury with David Bakhtiari and Zadarius Smith and, and Jair Alexander, if all goes right in their recovery. W- with all that considered... Are they the are they the class of of the NFC right now, or is it is it a situation where you have to beat the best to to be the best, and they got to take down Tom Brady and the Bucks? Well, they've already beat the best right now in the NFC. Tom Brady and the Bucks. That's what that was last year. That that ring they got last year don't get them nowhere near that ring this year. You got to go. You got to get your butt out here and whoop some ass on the football field. That's how this game played. So yeah, you got that ring last year. They don't say you know what. Since you're the champion, you're going to start every game with five points automatically. Or ten points. No, 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 no. You got to come and earn it. So so, so right now, right now, the only battle they're having up or you're going against right now is actually uh, the, uh, Arizona. And you've already beat Arizona. And your battle with Arizona is not it, – it's just about home field. I talked about that last night on TV. I say the big battle right now going on – it's for Arizona to try to get home field 
so they do not have to go to Green Bay to play those Packers. I think that's the key. So, so absolutely, absolutely, they are in the midst of a battle and getting better. Let me tell you what brought me across the water, because I said early on we were talking on first take. I said, no, I wouldn't see Green Bay as a real, as a real threat uh, because it was all about Devontae and Aaron Rodgers. Devontae and Aaron Rodgers, everything. Everybody, that's all you guys had now. And then that after the Arizona game, when you won that game, when you won that game, and I saw that big fella, that big fella, uh, that big boy back there running that ball that reminds me of that Dylan, that reminds me of Corey Dillon. He kind of reminds me of Corey Dillon. Mm-hmm. I said, with that kind of a force, that kind of a force can put you over the top. I had in Arizona, I ran into. Randall Cobb, and I was asking Cobb about it. I said, Cobb, you do know y'all are going to have to come up with some some other way to win games outside Devontae. Devontae. He said, yeah, we know. We're working. We're going to get it done. Of course, that game, he called a couple of touchdowns, which was good. As a matter of fact, I just called, talked to Randall the other day. He, he called a couple of touchdowns today. That was great. But then when I saw Dylan, I said, that's the element. Because if Dylan, when, when, the way he was running in that game against the Cards, if you had him last year in Tampa, those same runs, you could have pounded that ball down there near the goal line and really won that game. Getting those linemen back with him, that's going to be big right there for the Packers going into the run. What about the team that they face on Sunday, Michael? And, and a, a rivalry is always a rivalry, and, and Packers-Bears is the oldest in the NFL, but it's been a long time since this rivalry had some real some real juice and some heat to it because of the state of the Bears compared to the state of the Packers. How far away are they from, from making this thing interesting? Is the gap as, as big as maybe it looks right now on paper? Yeah, the gap is big. It is what it is, you know. But that ain't what this game is about this week. This game is about how much man, how, how much man is left in those Chicago Bears uh, after hearing a grown man tell you he owns you. That's what this is about. Let's be real. That's what this is going to feel like. We know, you, you know, you know, Scott Bears ain't gonna win this game. But how much, how, how much of you can make this a game after this man came out here, scored, and said, "You know, I own you. I own you." That's what this is about, and that's why it would be great to watch it. There is Michael Irvin, the Super Bowl champion, Hall of Famer, NFL Network analyst, and Odyssey NFL insider. Join me on my show Friday up in Milwaukee talking about this rivalry, this game tonight between the Packers and the Bears, 720. Once again, the Bet Rivers pregame show with Mully, Olin Cruz, and Patrick Manley coming up at 430 here on the score right up until kickoff at 720. And and man, I I'm I'm one of those dudes. I got a little meatball in me. You know what I mean? I don't mind admitting that. As a sports fan, I got a little meatball in me. I, especially on Sunday. Especially on game day. I'm that dude. All right. I don't mind admitting I'm that dude. I put on my jersey even if I'm sitting at home by myself watching the game. There's not another soul other than my dog in the apartment. I put on my jersey. Adam Studzinski, my producer on the other side of the glass. Is that weird? Do you put your jersey on when you're the only one watching the game at home? Uh, I don't, but the only reason I don't is because I have a long-standing superstition about not wearing Bears stuff on game day. Okay. I I don't know. I developed this superstition in, like, my junior year of high school, which, by the way, back at that point, they were good. 
And I found out, like I figured out, it's like, man, every time I wear Bears stuff on game day, they lose. And so <laughs> it's just, I, I stuck with it. And like, I even have tried breaking it. Like I wore, I think, I think I wore a Mike Brown jersey to a Bears back Packers game several years ago and they, they got whipped. So like it just, and then, oh, and in uh, 20, uh, another example when they're actually good. So to, to prove to you that this is, doesn't just happen because they've been bad most of my life in 2018, when the Bears lost to one of their four losses that year was to the Giants, a game that they, I mean, I, Mitchell Trubisky didn't start, Chase Daniel did, but still, a game they probably should have won. They lost that game, and I realized afterwards I was wearing Bears sweatpants the whole time, so it was my fault. Wait, you didn't you didn't know you were wearing Bears sweatpants? You realized might, after I the might, game, you looked I, down, and you're I like, might, oh, damn, I got my Bears sweatpants on. I might have had a, a long night the night before, and I just woke up and crawled to the couch Fair. and didn't realize didn't think about what i was wearing and then i was like oh damn <laughs> i'm the reason they lost bear sweatpants look at that that is fair that's fair i've had those nights where i don't know where i'm wearing till like two days later i i understand that so uh, so back to my point though i'm a meatball i can be i'm not i'm not like all the time a meatball but there's definitely a meatball side to me when it comes to being a sports fan and i love Packers Bears man I do I love Packers Bears I love the rivalry I I will usually get up for these games more than I do any other game throughout the season and I would love to believe and I'm gonna talk about this with 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 folks in the one o'clock hour after I talk with Hub Arkish coming up here at one o'clock I would I would love to believe that what Michael Irvin was saying there at the end of the that that chunk of my interview with him that you heard were true that, that those I own you comments were going to light a fire under the Bears. We're going to fuel fuel this this rivalry and, 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 and give it some heat, give it some juice again. But man, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I, I just don't see it. And if anything, if anything, from, from, from covering Rodgers and, and talking about this dude on a day-in, day-out basis on my Milwaukee show weekday afternoons up on 1250 AM The Fan... Uh, knowing this dude, man, and and knowing that that everybody is going to be looking at this game, and really the only storyline coming into this game being his "I own you" comments because the Bears are that bad and and the Packers are are that good right now. I wouldn't be surprised if this guy comes in knowing he needs he needs to to make not not make a point, but hammer the nail on this point that he owns the Chicago Bears. That if anything other than him coming coming out and owning the Chicago Bears tonight is 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 going to make him at least for a short time not for a long time because really what do Bears fans have to laugh about he's 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 going to be a punchline for a minute and pe- people are going to be looking at him like you know you own who who do you own and i would love to think that that, that it lit a fire under the Chicago Bears and and what Michael Irvin is saying is true but man i just have so little faith in this Bears team, and so so little fire for 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 any belief that they can come out and win this game tonight, even just on even just on pride and wanting to prove something to Aaron Rodgers or 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 do get some kind of payback on him. I don't think that they have what it takes to get payback on Aaron Rodgers tonight. And I wish I wish I could say otherwise. You know, the other day I was on with Lawrence Holmes talking about this game. And Adam, I'm surprised because everybody is constantly working against me everywhere I work, whether it's in Milwaukee or in Chicago. I'm surprised you haven't pulled this yet and played it, and you probably will now that I mentioned it. 
Last week on my show up in Milwaukee, we do a toy drive for Children's Hospital every year. And I was saying, you know, make a donation and I'll say anything into the microphone that won't get me fined or fired. And I got the request from multiple people and raised quite a bit of money for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin to sing The Bears Still Suck. And I didn't take much joy in it, but I also couldn't spot the lie. You know what I mean? People are getting upset with me when 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 Lawrence played it back on his show because I was I was singing it and calling me a traitor. But as much as I hate saying it and hate even more singing it, much to the joy of Packers fans, show me the lie. You know what I mean? It just I'm 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 demoralized, I'm defeated, I'm deflated as a Bears fan, and especially when it comes to this rivalry. Aaron Rodgers has put up two seasons worth of of quarterbacks numbers, well, Bears quarterbacks numbers in 26 games, 26 regular season games against the Bears. Aaron Rodgers has put up two seasons worth of Chicago Bears quarterback numbers. It's embarrassing at this point. They should have been embarrassed a long time ago. It should not have taken the I own you comments from Aaron Rodgers for some of the guys on that field and the organization as a whole to be embarrassed and do something about it. And I don't think they're going to now because he vocalized that he owns them. Whereas before he was just showing them that he owned them. Let's talk with Hub Arkish about the Packers and Bears and where the Bears go from here. This latest report about Trace Armstrong and Ryan Day. All that coming up with Hub Arkish, Score NFL Insider next. Robbie Makhlouf with you on The Score on a Sunday afternoon. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.